Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. This is the only podcast that gives you a raw and unfiltered perspective of what it's really like to be a professional cheerleader. Whether you're currently on a pro team, an alumni, or really curious about what it takes to become a pro cheerleader, the Pro Cheerleading Podcast gives you all the inside scoop and hot topics in the pro cheerleading industry and in-depth interviews of current and former cheerleaders. I'm your host, Makiba. Join me every Wednesday as I reveal the truth behind the palms. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast Cheer Chat Session. This episode is called Back to Life, like old school Back to Life. Maybe you guys know the song by Soul to Soul. Maybe you don't, but it's a good song and it's appropriate because we're going to be finding our way back to some kind of normalcy, some kind of positive space. I'm claiming it because I personally need it. It's been rough. I mean, you guys have seen the lives. I've been looking rough. Thankfully, my best friend pulled me aside and said, girl, you don't even have clothes on in these live sessions. (laughs) Granted, I felt like crap. I just, it was just a lot. And I think it was just a reflection of just everything going on. So I'm not mad at it. But like, I uh, definitely needed a moment to like regroup, recenter, like just get my life back under some kind of control. And it's not to say that there's any control over what's going on in the world today. You know, there's definitely a yo-yo effect going on. One minute you're hopeful, next minute some more shit's popping off. And it hasn't been easy, but I know I can't operate in a low space too long before I'm just trying to dig myself out. And I think we just kind of have to start exploring what that looks like. Does it mean we're going to stop talking about stuff? No. Uh, People are getting tired of it. That's just probably too bad. And as part of cheer chat, I plan to, you know, continue to discuss things that I see in our space, um, talk about what's going on in the world. I think it's all relative and we just have to, you know, kind of embrace it all and just figure out how we're going to move forward and incorporating that, you know, just new way of thinking and new way of connecting with people, just having that be part of like, what's our new normal. I think that's probably the right step in the right direction. And, you know, with this podcast, it's meant to cover what's going on in our world. I mean, you know, I didn't want some abrupt pivot from talking about what's going on in in the world today to just like, okay, what's up with auditions? But it's going to be a blending mesh of just taking it step by step and just talking about what's happening in our space. There are still auditions happening. There are teams forming, lives changing, all these things. And so 
we're going to continue to talk about all of it. But I feel like, you know, I'm in like a little bit better mental space. I think we all have to take time to do whatever we need to do to, to take care of ourselves. Like this shit is stressful as all F. You know what I mean? People probably aren't sleeping like they should. They're reading a bunch of stuff. They're stressing about things. There's the freaking Rona still going on. Take care of yourself. I did that this weekend and I thought I'd share with you guys that it ended up being like the most amazing time because if you haven't noticed a little new profile pic and stuff, you know, I shot um, with Lindsay Rosenberg. And if you don't know, consider yourself schooled in this episode about her absolute fabulosity level that's through the roof. Lindsay Rose photo, hell, I'll, I'll link it because I don't even know if I completely said that correctly, but you'll see. I, she's tagged in the post, but uh, long story short, I interviewed her, Brittany and I, a couple, like last year. Just so impressive. She's got a long history in this industry, you guys, and has done so many amazing, cool things. Go back and listen to Click Flash, the song by Sierra. That's her first episode with the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. And then she came back because she's just so freaking awesome and did, what was our love relationship episode called? Damn it. I can't think of it, but we had her back and it was all about love and relationships and I don't know why I'm spacing on the name of it, but um, get to know her. I think she's fabulous. She does amazing work. I don't even want to give away the magic of what happens when you shoot with her because I want people to experience it for themselves. But all I can say is from being like in a space of like one questioning everything, like why did I book a photo shoot when I'm probably feeling like my least fabulous self, like, you know, Rona hair, haven't done makeup and Lord knows how long. I mean, this is don't get used to this stuff, okay? Like, whatever you see these pictures posted, um, that was a special day. The regular degular is going to look more like, you know. But I definitely was feeling, you know, just all those little insecurities of like, oh my God, every freaking split in is going to show. Like, oh my God, you know, it's not like I worked out for this. Like, what did I book this for in the middle of the pandemic? But all of that stress, you know, just started to melt away in working with Lindsay. And she just knows how to bring out your best self and like in a way that I'm just not even going to try to give away because it really does feel like magic. You can walk into her home where she shoots and feel maybe not at your best self and you walk out of there feeling like I freaking nailed a photo shoot. Like what? So anyway, you couldn't tell me shit. I mean, I didn't even want to leave her house. Like I stayed and talked to her for a long time on Saturday. Just an amazing woman and she has a beautiful body of work. I'd say if you are still in audition space and you want some amazing photos to submit with, even, I mean, just do it just for freaking because. Like, I don't have an agent. I'm not, like, trying to book work, but I did want some pictures for social media and the website and whatnot. And I'm so glad I did it. The timing couldn't have been better. I actually hadn't laughed and been happy like that in, like, a long, long time. So... Shout out to Lindsay. If you are in the market for some photography or just want to give it to yourself for your birthday, like go be fabulous for a day and shoot with this woman. Like amazing. She's in California, LA and uh, well worth the trip. An amazing weekend. Just wanted to share that little plug because, you know, she knows her stuff and she's very, I mean, not even for that reason, but very well connected in our industry and you would do well to get your stuff done with Lindsay, just saying. She shoots for a couple of teams too, P.S. Um, the Gold Rush, um, the Rams, I believe the Chargers as well. So 
get to know her work. She's everywhere. She's dope. Can't say enough about her. But that put me in like a uh, woosah state. I'm not singing. Oh my gosh. Sorry, people. But um, it did help me like reset my battery. So I encourage everybody to reset your batteries the best you can. And I'm just going to share. This is going to be probably like a little cheer chatty episode because again, I just want to somewhat have a transition of how I at least plan to move forward and talking about things and um, feeling good about that. Like everything's still current and we're not jumping ship and just tuning everything out. So here's my little rough little outline of how we're tying all this stuff together to get back to life. Okay. So I'm gonna start with the good shit because the last episode I probably was on a tangent. Sorry. Well, no, I'm not sorry. Um, just about like what I wish people were doing in terms of using their voice and you're on these teams. And if you don't talk now, when you're going to do it and yet, yet, yet. Right. And I meant it and I still do. Right. But then and I had to take a little break so I can woosaw. But, you know, what I've been seeing has actually been pretty encouraging in our space. So I tried to share it out in the story, um, the things that I was just moved by. I think people are having their moments of reflection. When people say I'm listening, I'm learning, um, I hear you, just as a result of all of these things going on in our world, this human rights crisis that we're in, I've really appreciated seeing people post about what they've learned, what they've heard differently, like how they've been moved and impacted. And seeing people share that in a very open and vulnerable way has actually been uplifting. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I'd much rather see, it's not like, you know, I'm here to judge everybody, but I'd much rather see that because it lets me know, it gives me hope, number one. And then it also just lets me know where people are finding themselves at. I've said it again a million times that it's a personal journey. And I think hearing firsthand, like how people are moving through that journey is just enlightening. I think it's very raw and honest. I see it as like a way for people to connect with one another, you know, and looking at the various comments under these types of posts and seeing how people have reached out because, you know, you're being vulnerable. You're saying like, I didn't know that this was this bad, or I didn't know this, this was an issue. And here's what I'm hearing now, or here's what I like to do differently moving forward. I mean, those are all vulnerable steps to take. And I think from what I've seen, you know, it's kind of been embraced and it's created, like I said, a point of connection. So individuals are doing that. I think it's amazing. Um, Kelly Finglass is one of them. I thought her post was very soul bearing and just trying to say that she, she actually said, I'm not even going to respond to the comments. She just wants to listen and take it in, but just shared where she's at in the moment. And I think people like that attempting to express themselves in this time is actually a beautiful thing. And then when I started seeing what teams were doing, you know, we moved past the black box and we're seeing again, a lot of reposting of what maybe the teams have done, the sports teams themselves. But I was excited when I saw Cassidy from the Colts, she posted a personal message about, you know, just challenging everyone to speak up about the change that they want to see and how it will impact the younger generations. And it was in her own voice. She's an African-American cheerleader for the Colts. And I thought that that was great. And then I freaked out. Oh my gosh, because I'm getting all pumped and I can have be just hitting stuff because I'm supposed to be recording <laughs> for the podcast. But the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders, okay. <sighs> I'm just going to take a second to breathe through this because A, I want you to go and look at the video. And I don't have all the scoop and skinny on like how they put this together 
or anything like that. But all I know is what I saw had me like screaming at my phone, like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I want to see from professional cheerleaders, like the support and the encouragement and the resources to be able to do exactly what they did, which was the African-American cheerleaders on that team wrote their own personal accounts of what this means to them in their lives, what it means to be a black woman, black woman, African-American, I mean, interchangeable. I switch it up. It's not, you know, it's neither here nor there, but anyway, so they were sharing their experience and how this is all moved them. And man, I, I was loving that it was in their own voices. It wasn't some generic statement. They were, they wrote that shit. They were just speaking into the camera and speaking their truth. And it was just super impactful to see. And then you know, if that wasn't enough to blow me away, here come other cheerleaders from their team in this video saying Black Lives Matter, Black, you know, and just chiming in. And it just made it even more like impactful because they're number one, they're backing their sisters on their team. They are confidently saying that they believe in this. And, and that was just, I mean, wow, I was blown away. That is the kind of use of a platform, using a voice that I had in mind with all of my ranting and raving, just like one support from your director that gives you the flexibility and freedom to say it in your own words, right? Not a, a canned speech of some sort or some generic paragraph statement. This was like in their own voices and they did it all themselves. And I just think, wow, what an example to follow. I was, I really encourage you all to look at it. I posted it in the story if it gotten so much positive feedback on their social media over it as well. And again, that's just a sign of encouragement. I think if they can do that, then more teams can understand like what a beautiful thing that can be if they let their dancers speak from their hearts about issues that are going on in the world. Same way you would say something about COVID or any other disaster. Like this is a disaster that is impacting the entire world. And Hearing these cheerleaders' voices, it was, was just, man, like standing ovation. It takes, it just, it just blew me away. It really made me super freaking happy. And I would love, 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 love to see more teams take the lead in that by just giving them that platform and doing it from the team account. It wasn't like each individual cheerleader saying something on her own personal social media. This was like, team sanctioned, if you will. And I just think it makes a loud statement. And I know that, I think it was the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders page. They made some statement, whatever it was, it wasn't from the director's page. You know, the comment section was a little just all over the board. And I think in making a statement, just understanding that it's going to catch a lot of levels of ignorance and awareness and a lot of arguing back and forth, a lot of dummy accounts and just you know, there's that piece of it, but by and large, what I'm seeing are just people appreciating hearing from teams that they admire, directors they admire, cheerleaders they admire, and I just think you got to keep it up. And I think in terms of when you think about like, what are people so afraid of in terms of making a stand? I think you're scared of the ugly, you know, all of the people coming out the woodworks, running their mouth and starting fights on social media. And it like, it, it messes up the aesthetic of your cheerleader social media account to see a bunch of race arguments back and forth and controversy. That's not what we're used to. That's not what we typically see on our social media. I get that. But 
there's a lot more room for just reaching people and touching people that really do matter to your community that aren't just there to be talking shit and not really I just think there's so much better to come from it there might have to be a little I don't even know what to call that there's just people who just pounce on those opportunities to say the most ridiculous things and it's unfortunate but I still think the statement that you make as a team is louder than all of that yakety yak. So keep it up. That definitely made me feel encouraged and touched and excited about what could happen if more teams and more dancers felt the support and the encouragement to use their voice. So I'm going to celebrate that. That made me happy. And that kind of like is what made me kind of open up to like being even wanting to talk about other things because we're going to be moving forward one way or the other. And I just don't think this is a conversation that should die down. And I just think the more you open that space for people to be able to talk, I mean, it can be incorporated in so many ways, like so many different appearances that people can go to as part of these teams that are connected with the community in different ways. Like there's just, there's the sky's the limit if we keep going in this direction. That's all I'm going to say. So yay to the Colts, yay to the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. And like super yay to the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders and everybody else take note, period. Okay, so now I'm probably going to be a little bit all over the place. You guys don't mind, right? But there's a lot that I wanted to also update people on because, you know, we're on auditions land and the Bucks announced their squad and I just thought it was a really, really sweet video. These videos, is mine the only one who's a crybaby and just like, when they have these videos where they actually announce the team and people are caught by surprise, they're like in the Zoom call. And But Tara was talking to the team and you could tell that people thought maybe they weren't making it, that they got cut. And uh, she ends up sharing that they made the team. And those, those videos always make me emotional. But lives are changing, teams are forming, and we got to keep talking about what's happening. So there were three guys that made the Tampa Bay Buccaneers cheerleading team this year. Last year, they only had one on the team, and this year they have three. And, you know, from the clips of the video, these guys are dancing their ass off. Like, it was super exciting to see. And then I kind of stumbled across, and I shared it in the story. But there is this group called Pro Dance Boys, and I swear I saw that they joined here. If you did, hello, whoever's running this account. But this is an Instagram account dedicated to showcasing and connecting male performers that are, you know, in the professional entertainment industry. So there might be dancing on sports teams or just dancing professionally. And I think it's such an exciting and amazing platform to have for the male dancers. And I just, I think it's a great thing. Our worlds are like narrowing in and closing in on each other and me being nosy and just wanting to be part of, I just think it's so cool. Like they have like, I've seen you guys post, okay. You have your little zoom meetings and it's all the guys that are in the NFL and I don't know if you guys are open to guys in the NBA as well, but like, I think the bonding is wonderful. I think the connection is great. The support for one another is great. I wish I could crash one of your Zoom meetings, but that's another story. But congratulations to the Tampa Bay Bucks male dancers that joined the team. There you are, Pro Dance Boys. You guys make sure you go follow that account and encourage and support the male dancers in this league. Well, league, we're not a league, but you know what I mean. In our industry, in our community. What else do I want to say? Um, the Atlanta cheerleaders are also in their virtual auditions process. Um, the registration closes this Thursday. 
again, just like the Rams just opened up their auditions process over the weekend. So be looking for updates on that because we will be talking about it as their teams form. And the Raiders have been posting finalists. And I'm just going to say it because y'all know I just be saying it. But, um, you know, it's interesting because, you know, with the move to Las Vegas, they are looking at dancers from probably the Bay Area as well as Vegas. And they have been posting pictures of their finalists. And they have some from Las Vegas and the Henderson area in that in Nevada. And when I think of the Oakland Raiders, the Raiderettes, I should say, and the Raiders, their fan base is so, so diverse. And the Raiderettes, to me, have always been a very, very diverse squad. They performed very well in the diversity survey that I did. And I'm just hoping... I'm just going to put it out there that the Raiders continue to have a a diverse squad. I'm, I'm just saying it because I'm just saying it. I'm a little concerned. I'm just a little concerned, but it's okay. I just think they're all finalists. Congratulations to everybody. You know, I just was kind of surprised that the finalists that I'm seeing it seemed like the most of the diversity was coming from dancers that were in the Bay Area. So... I just can't imagine, I don't know, I just can't imagine the Raiderettes not being like this beautiful, colorful squad of just a little bit of everything. So I'm watching, I'm hoping that, you know, that it doesn't change with the move. You know what I mean? Of like the look, if you will, of the Raiderettes. Let's hope not. But they're going through their finals process. I'm not sure what they're having to do at this point, if they ended up meeting in Vegas or not. Um, st cities and states are opening up little by little in different stages. So um, somebody let me know what y'all doing. I know that you're in your finals, but I don't know. We'll see. The DC Rhythm and Blue dance team is also going through auditions. So I just making my little mental note to continue to cover them because they have an awesome team. And I think for people who maybe really, you know, shine in hip hop, like hopefully I think it's still open. So just keep that in mind. And I thought it was super interesting that the NBA Atlanta Hawks dancers have now posted that they're going to have auditions on Facebook Live on Saturday, June 27th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to watch. Again, I just think it's really interesting that we're doing this virtual auditions. A lot of it is behind closed doors. Who knows how the auditions process has really changed because of it. But for things that are open to the, the public or stream so people can see, I'm going to watch because I think it's interesting. I'm not, I'm assuming Dallas is going to continue to do their training camp so that they can make that good TV revenue from it. But for the virtual auditions processes, I really encourage people to, you know, take a look. I'll be looking. And then did you guys see that the Pro Bowl is going to be in Vegas? Not to get back to Vegas again, but um, January 31st, they're going to have the whole week leading up to Pro Bowl and obviously the Pro Bowl game in Las Vegas at the brand new stadium. I personally, having gone to Orlando twice now, I'm really happy about this decision. I don't know about you guys, if you even care, but I think it'll attract a hell of a lot more people being in somewhere else, assuming that we're like Rona free and can actually enjoy traveling and all of that. But I think it's pretty interesting. I think it'll be a whole different level of engagement from players wanting to be in Vegas as opposed to wanting to be in Orlando. No offense to Orlando, but Orlando's not always warm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Vegas is going to be... Pretty decent, I think, in January. Oh, rough. Oh, it's cold. You know what? The desert does get cold, and I think a lot of people forget that. My father lives there, but I think it starts to get warm and really nice, like, March. Ooh. Okay, well, it might be cold, but it ooh, it won't rain. 
Can we count no rain? <laughs> like snow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well maybe they should have kept it. In a, they should have just went back to Hawaii. How about that? That would have probably been the best bet. And I forget with the new stadium if it's going to be something that can cover. Well, it definitely covers because it's Vegas. They can't scorch people on the field. But ugh, let's just hope that the weather behaves. Speaking of Vegas, Pro Action Dance, I heard, is going to be on and popping in person in Vegas in July. And I'm curious whether teams are going to be sending people there. You know, there's just a lot of uncertainty right now. Let me know if you guys are planning on going. I would like to go as an observer. I just think it's like the most beautiful showcase of the most talented people, but your girl's not dancing. I just want to watch. I just want to watch and talk about it and watch you guys shine and watch these amazing choreographers. But hopefully teams will send people to go. I think it'll be really, really cool. PRO is actually this weekend. It's virtual. And PR, you guys know what it's like. The energy from those conventions is through the roof. You're seeing everybody in their uniforms. Like, it's all this team camaraderie. Like, it's really, I think, intended for you to be together. So I really do hope that PRO this weekend, that if people are dancing all day long, that they feel connected in some way. I don't really know really the format of how they're going about it. I mean, hopefully you'll feel connected, but it just feels, ah, that's really tough because I would want to do the conventions in person. And hopefully with PAD, teams will be in a position where they can send people or people will feel comfortable traveling to go. Um, again, I'm going to try to be there. I'll be looking for whoever. Maybe I'll go as a vendor or something, set up a table with my little lonely mic. But, you know, I think that's pretty cool. And at least they're trying it, right? You never know what your numbers might look like, but the fact that people are trying to convene and maybe there's a way of dancing where you have enough space to pull it off and not worry about COVID as much, we'll see. But the last thing that I wanted to mention too is just like, I watched, I think this was on the Denver Broncos cheerleader site. They were doing an appearance at a boys and girls club of some sort. It was kind of like they were outside and they were exercising with kids and the girls had masks on, like, and I, okay, after having traveled to LA, wearing it at the grocery store, I don't know about you, I mean, it's hot, okay, it, well, not even hot, it's just, it's hot with something over your mouth, and like, breathing your own air, and just, oh, like, I actually felt like I was going to pass out a couple times, it's just, this not getting enough fresh air feeling is going to be really rough this summer, and ooh, you know, I don't know if you guys are doing workouts at home and you're trying them with masks, but I just encourage you to feel this ish out because I think that's probably going to be our new normal for a while is just appearances with fans with face coverings on. And when you think about trying to have a face of makeup on, sweat, hair, like just that's a lot. I don't envy people in that position at this point because, you know, the summer's just kicking off and that might be just hydrate. I mean, what are you guys, what are you guys really going to be doing? Like, it really freaks me out a little bit to think about. And, you know, they're trying to social distance with the kids, you know, spread out and dancing and teaching a dance clinic. I just think it's going to be an, a big adjustment all the way around the board, but at least it's a way to stay safe and still interact with the community and still do things. We'll just have to, again, it's like back to life, figure out how we're going to like move forward doing the things that we would normally do, but in a safe manner and in a way where we ain't passing out and just, you know, going through it because the summer is here and the games, you know, to the extent we are out there, 
I just think I can't imagine us in full uniform with these masks on just doing it like it's normal, but we'll see where we land. I'm just letting y'all know what I'm seeing. I noticed that like, especially if I get behind on social media or just like inundated or just I need to check out mentally from it. You guys are all over it. Sometimes I learn about news from seeing what you guys post, but I'll keep updating you. I'll keep mentioning things as they pop off. Definitely love hearing from you guys when you have updates. I love the communication. I try to respond like right away. I think, again, this is a community and it can just be the two of us communicating, not something that's brought up on the show. But I would say in the last few weeks, I've seen us come together. I've seen us share things. I've seen us support one another. It may not be universal at this point, but the progress that I will say that I've seen in the last few weeks gives me hope as to how we're going to move on and move forward from this in a positive way. So from here, I'm going to try to resume some of the interviews that I had lined up and some of the discussion topics. So I always encourage you guys to reach out and let me know things that you want to talk about, that you want to hear more about. Obviously, reach out to the podcast. I think it's you know time to kind of roll out and discuss some of the things that were you know, on the agenda for this season and love to hear from you if you have some topics that are true to your heart that you, if you want to like show up as an interviewee, I mean, the show is yours. So if you think there's something really cool that hasn't been discussed, you think you can get clearance to get interviewed, let me know, reach out, let's do it. I'm all for it. And then with Cheer Chat Per Use, I will just be talking about stuff that's going on. Like I said, I don't see this being a topic that we just leave alone. So to the extent it's applicable and it's coming up and there's happy updates. I'm going to share them with you. I'll be on social media, obviously in the interim, but Ooh, so we just going to sit here and not talk about that new. <laughs> okay, Tara, I love you. She says, so we're just going to sit here and not like talk about that new fire profile pic. I, you know how you just like, I don't put a lot of effort into stuff like I I really don't. I mean, you guys can look at these IGTV little frames and ugh, you get the gist of I'm a low maintenance girl. Like I like getting dolled up and stuff, but this am I doing it to myself? Probably hardly ever. But dang, it really felt good to get dressed up and to be able to post a pic like and just feel like ugh. so thank you Tara for acknowledging it. I I have been trying to update it. I don't really post a lot on my personal social media. So again, when I do, it's like this one out of, I don't know how many times a year type of thing, but it did feel good to dust this, dust myself off a little and, and update that picture. I don't even know when I took that darn picture. So that was as of this weekend, Tara. Thank you guys for the love. Seriously, you guys are so sweet um, and have me blushing right now. So <laughs> I'm going to just move on from that topic. Any <laughs> any other things that you guys want to talk about? Questions, concerns? How did you guys feel about the Miami Dolphins video? I know y'all saw it. A lot of people have written in about it. Um, but again, I'm here. We can talk about it personally, one-on-one, -on -one, or it can be topics for future episodes. But I'm going to start rolling out these interviews. If you guys know dope people that you want me to talk to, again, just let me know. We'll just keep it pushing back to life. Shout out to the new Chiefs boy. Yes, yes, yes. The Chiefs have one male cheerleader on their team as well. Um, I'm trying to think of the other teams that have formed. I was really, really, really rooting for a guy that auditioned for the Colts, and unfortunately he didn't make it. 
keep me honest like let's definitely i've realized what's his name if you know the new chiefs boys name shout it out um but yeah it's amazing i'm excited to see these teams forming and again if you guys want to invite me to your zoom parties all you guys of the nfl i i just want to say hi and see how you know and congratulate you guys but welcome to this community definitely dominic that's his name thank you so dominic is a new and first kansas city male cheerleader so shout out to him and the three new tampa bay bucks cheerleaders who are also men and i wish i had written their names down how dare i not prepare but uh hopefully they'll become a part of this community as well I'd love to hear from them wish them all the best with this season coming up this is going to be a historic season undoubtedly so it's nice to see them being embraced this way so Congrats to them. Oh, okay. See, you are coming through with all the facts. Tom, Jojo, and Justin. Yes. Okay. So Tom, Jojo, and Justin are the new Tampa Bay Bucks cheerleaders. Congratulations, you guys. Can't wait for these damn bios to get up because that's when I like can dive in and research and get to know everybody. But yeah, that's one of the episodes that I love doing was just kind of like who made the team and getting to know everybody. So you guys kind of keep feeding me info so I can share it out. I just think we're just such a tighter community now and I just love seeing it. So whatever I can do to connect people and share out amazing things that you're doing, I'm posting about it. But these are just things that move me, but her name is not Sita Mojita, but I think it's Sierra. <laughs> but uh, Sierra, she I know she cheered with the Raiderettes and then now I believe she cheered for the Dolphins most recently. But you know, Sacramento must be home or somewhere in that area. She put on this event that um, had a bunch of mental health therapists, like the police were there. It was just like a community event where you could focus on healing. I shared that in the story. These are things that I love talking about or, or reading about because I am nosy um, that I want to share out with you. But again, I know sometimes it's hard to connect for interviews, but even if it's just a topic that you guys share with me because you, it's something that you think is pretty interesting that you want to highlight that's what this platform is for so i'll keep sharing it out i always assume that everybody's seen it already but for the sake of the podcast that's recorded you know it is good to to just mention it in case you missed it especially since stories only last 2.5 seconds so anything else i'm missing out there please bring it to my attention i appreciate you for doing that i like i said love the dialogue i appreciate you joining for cheer chat it feels so much better talking to you guys and connecting and just feeling like there's finally some good news to talk about, at least in our space. So otherwise, you guys have a good one. Take care of yourselves. Get some rest and relaxation. This is going to be a long journey, but I love what I'm seeing in our space. So back to life, back to a wonderful life. We're going to get through this shit together, you guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. You can follow your favorite podcast on social media at Pro Cheerleading Podcast on Instagram, at Pro Cheer Podcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook, on YouTube, and you can support your favorite podcast on Patreon. Until next time, keep your eyes on the sidelines. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.